0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Old School Wrestling Podcast. And tonight we're going to go over your NWA Power Review. Um, starting off tonight, we have a Tim Storm interview with Marquez. Basically, he's saying that he would be proud to be television champion and that his next opponent for the television tournament will be a blind pick. It can come from any promotion around the world, whether it's Ring of Honor, New Japan, maybe even AEW, So, or maybe even an NWA legend. So I'm looking forward to see who his opponent's going to be um, in his next match in the uh, television tournament. Um, after he stated that, Camille arrives. Um, of course, she never says anything. She never does. Uh, so Camille just grabs a microphone, just gets in Tim Storm's face. Uh, and the entire time, Tim Storm's trying to figure out, you know, what's you know what her incentive is of being with Nick Aldis, why is she out there, you know, who is she working for. Um, and after he says all that, Camille ends up smacking the, the hell to Tim Storm. Um, after that interview, we have Marquez making the picks for the next matches for the television uh, tournament qualifier matches. And those matches are the Dawsons versus each other, and we have Trevor Murdoch versus uh, Tom Latimer. So I'm looking definitely looking forward to seeing the Trevor Murdoch and Tom Latimer match. I think it's going to be great. Both guys are heavy hitters, and they always bring it. Um, after Marquez makes the picks for the television tournament qualifier matches, we go right into a TV uh, qualifier match. It's Conley versus Zeke Dice. Uh, starting the match, we have Conley hitting arm drags on Zeke Dice. Conley then rolls up Zeke Dice, pins it for the two. Conley then hits a devastating drop kick on Zeke Dice. And then Conley, get, Conley gets up, hits chops on Zeke Dice. and Then Conley ends up getting up after that, hits a head scissors on Zeke Dice. It looked absolutely phenomenal. Then Dice gets up lands a bear hug on Conley, and then Dice hits the shake, rattle, uh, yeah, snake rattle and roll on uh, Conley, pins him for the three. It's a good match for both competitors. It really was. And moving on into the TV tournament, Zeke Dice. After that, we have an interview with Aaron Stevens and the question mark. Basically, what Aaron Stevens is saying is that himself, as well as the question mark, want every single title that NWA has to offer. And that they're there to make a statement. And, uh, you know, they want want to face everybody. They even want to get the tag team titles as well. So it was a decent interview, and I look forward to see what happens with Aaron Stevens and the question mark moving forward. Um, After that interview, we have Thunder Rosa versus ODB. It was a good match from both ladies. It really was. Um, Starting off the match, ODB and Rosa, both in a tie-up. ODB keeping the pace of the match, showing her dominance. ODB then hits devastating chops on Rosa. And then Rosa recovers from that. Both ODB and Rosa are both exchanging in the middle of the ring. Then ODB hits a fallaway slam on Thunder Rosa. Then Rosa ends up getting up from that, hits a backstabber on ODB. And then Rosa gets up on the top ter- turnbuckle, hits her finisher, and pins ODB for the three. So it looks like they're definitely pushing Thunder Rosa. I don't know if she'll get a, ton- um, a women's title shot against Allison Kaye. So definitely going to see what happens with Thunder Rosa in the, in the next few weeks. Um, after that match, we have Nick Aldis having an interview with Marquez. You know, Aldis is pretty much stating that he's done with Tim Storm and that he, you know, he's a relic and he's putting it behind him, and that uh, he has a match with Ricky Starks later on that night, which is a television exhibition match. So, and I will get for, I will get to that in a little bit later. Um, and after that interview, we jump right into Nick Aldis versus Ricky Starks in a exhibition uh, television qualifier match. Um, Starting off the match, Aldis and uh, Starks in the middle of the ring both hit a tie-up. Starks hits a devastating dropkick on Nick Aldis. Aldis then gets up, keeping the pressure of the match, showing why he's the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Starks ends up getting up from that, hits a sling bait on Aldis that looked absolutely brutal. Then Stark ends up getting up, hits a toe-paste, with a seat on on Aldis outside the ring. And then Aldis gets uh, inside the ring. Aldis ends up hitting uh, a cloverleaf on Starks but the time limit runs out. Uh, it was a, It's a six-minute match, and the time had ran out. After the match, Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express does come out to the ring, tells Nick Aldis and everybody that Aldis should give Ricky Starks five more minutes, and Nick Aldis refuses. And after he refused, Ricky Morton says, well, why don't you give me five more minutes? And again, Aldis says no. So I don't know what they're going to do with this Ricky Morton and Aldis deal. Um, after that match, we have Eli Drake and James Storm versus Cole Cabana and Ken Anderson versus the wildcards. but the Wild Cards actually never showed up for this match. Uh, starting off the match, Drake and Cabana in the middle of the ring hit a tie-up. Cabana's keeping the pressure of the match. Anderson then tags him, you know, gets tagged in. Drake hits a flying clothesline on Anderson, and then Storm tags himself in. Cabana then tags himself in. And then Cabana's keeping the pressure on uh, James Storm. Uh, Anderson then tags himself in Drake's, uh, hits a power slam on Anderson looks absolutely brutal. And then Cole Cabana tags himself in and then Drake hits a jawbreaker on Cabana. And then Anderson attacks, uh, James storm on the outside. I think he slams his leg, uh, in the apron looked pretty devastating. Uh, and then, uh, Anderson goes in the ring. I think he, uh, I think he grabbed the referee's shirt and which caused the uh, disqualification on Cabana and Anderson and the winners of the match are Eli Drake and James Storm. Um, After that match, we have another Nick Aldis interview. Uh, Aldis pretty much explains why he took the wild cards out of the match. Of course, obviously the wild cards are part of uh, his team's strictly business and that he has control over that team. So we took him out of the tag match. Um, Aldis also wanted the Rock and Roll Express to come out and talk to him. And the Rock and Roll Express, they arrived. Um, Nick Aldis pretty much stated that you know at this point between Nick Aldis and Ricky Morton, because it's there's no other choice but for it to become physical, and they want a match. So uh, Nick Aldis had stated that why don't we have a team Morton versus team Aldis match, but both Nick Aldis and Ricky Morton will not be participating in this match. Um, so it's going to be they're both created teams that they had come up with. Um, Nick Aldis did state though if Mart- uh, Morton's team does win. Morton does get a chance at the 10 pounds of gold, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, if his team does win. Um, It has to be. It's a three on three team. So obviously, like Nick Aldis has stated, he's going to use the wild cards, which are Royce Isaacs and uh, Tom Latimer. And everybody, you know, he said, well, everybody's waiting for the third man. And he ended up telling everybody who the third man was. And he was there tonight and arrived. And the third man for Team Aldis is none other than Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner made his debut tonight. Came down uh, to you know to the interview post, and the whole crowd was going crazy. Hell, I, even I went crazy. Uh, it was pretty cool seeing Scott Steiner. Um, so that right now it looks like Nick Aldis has his team. It's going to be the wild cards and Scott Steiner. And for right now, it looks like Ricky Morton's team is only Robert Gibson. So I don't know if they're gonna look at somebody else in the back or they're going to sign somebody. I'm not sure, but it was really cool seeing Scott Steiner. Um, All in all, this was a really good night for NWA, I think. It really was. They're continuing the storyline still with Tim Storm and Nick Aldis. Obviously, there's still some kind of animosity between Tim Storm and Nick Aldis, and rightfully so. It seems like they had the one match, and ever since then, Nick Aldis has kind of been ducking Tim Storm. Even in their uh, television qualifier match they had last week, Uh, Nick Aldis didn't even get in the ring. He wanted Royce Isaacs to defeat Tim Storm, and Tim Storm ended up defeating Royce Isaacs. Um, So clearly, uh, Nick Aldis is definitely ducking Tim Storm. So I definitely want to see how the storylines between uh, Aldis and Tim Storm is going to play out. Um, It was also a couple interesting things I got from the night was the comments that uh, Tim Storm had made about his next opponent in the TV uh, television tournament um, that it's going to be a blind pick and that it can come from any promotion, um, around the world. So it could be even an NWA legend, like he had stated. So to me, as soon as he said that my ideal situation would be the great Muda, uh, the great Muda obviously did some work for NWA back in the day. Uh, I believe he was, um, NWA television champion at one point. He did, he had a little undefeated streak for a little while. Uh, and I think he'd be a great addition, um, to NWA. And I think it'll be a great match between Tim Storm and, uh, the great Muda. The other thing I took away tonight was obviously the uh, big arrival or debut, if you will, of Scott Steiner. Now, a lot of people know who Scott Steiner is. Some people don't. And if you don't, basically Scott Steiner, for a while, for majority of his career, he was tagging with his brother, Rick Steiner, and they were known as the Steiner brothers. Um, they've had multiple tag team championships. Um, I would say probably one of the best tag teams uh, NWA or WCW had to offer. Um, he also, you know, made a little, uh, singles career for himself in WCW. So it was definitely good seeing Scott Steiner. I know that they're doing the nostalgia thing, but it was good seeing Scott Steiner, man. It really was. Um, it looks like he's going to be in action next week. So it's going to be exciting seeing him back in the ring and back inside, you know, the square circle again, competing. So we'll see how, how you know, see how he holds up. But, uh, like I do with Raw and SmackDown and other shows, man, I had to give this show probably a five or six out of 10, man. It really was good. Continuing the storylines, uh, the new debuts with Scott Steiner, continuing the television tournament uh, qualifier matches, which I think are great. You know, they're under time limit, which is six minutes. And it's given a lot of these guys some notoriety in professional wrestling and giving them an opportunity to show their talent and their craft in professional wrestling. Uh, which I think is great. You know, a lot of people didn't know who Ricky Starks is, but I'm pretty sure you know who he is now. Um, just from him being a TV tournament, you know, qualifier and having the match with Nick Aldis tonight, it definitely—he's definitely making a name for himself, definitely within the uh, NWA roster, that's for sure. Um, I just think it's great, man. There's no—it's not glitz and glamour. It's not. There's no Titantron. There's no music. Nothing like that. It's just in your face professional wrestling, and I think that's I think it's great, man. I think it's phenomenal. I really do. Um, And if you're wondering, you know, well, what's you know, what does it look, you know, what's the set look like, and everything else? If you watch NWA back in the day, um, it's literally the same set, you know, with the flags up, you know, from all all the countries around the world, just like it was back in the day. The ring looks pretty much almost the same. Um, the interview stage setup thing is it's it's all the same man it looks absolutely phenomenal and it's right in uh, right in Georgia right in a television studio in Georgia so they kept all that the same so it, it's absolutely phenomenal man and if you're wondering how can I watch this it's very simple uh, the NWA power comes on every Tuesday 605 Eastern time right on YouTube if you type in NWA power it will pop up Right, as soon as you pop it up on Tuesday, right at six oh five, it'll pop right up. Um, you guys, got you guys gotta check this out. I, I think, um, you know, if you're kind of uh, done with Raw or SmackDown, you're like, man, it's just it's getting so stale. You guys need to check this out. I mean, it's it, the show's only an hour, um, and it's it's really good wrestling, man. A lot of good storylines, great action inside the ring, even outside the ring. Um, And I just think it's phenomenal, man. And it just it pays homage to, you know, obviously the NWA and how big they were back in the day. And, you know, once they resurfaced and, you know, made the NWA again, it's phenomenal, man. And and honestly, you know, I know on Raw they had the big show coming back. And, you know, obviously we're talking about NWA tonight, but I'm just trying to make a point. And my point is, is that NWA to me is the only company out there right now that can have this nostalgia act come in. And be praised for because of how long this company has been around. I mean, you have the Rock and Roll Express as the NWA World Tag Team Champions again right now. And I mean, they're what, 60, 70 years old. and They're still competing, still competing, still going at it, you know, and and still showing you, you know, everybody around the world why, you know, they are one of the best tag teams of all time. And they are. Um, and I think a lot of people, including the Young Bucks, even pay a lot of homage to Rock and Roll Express with Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I think it's I think it's fantastic. I really do. And having Steiner back, I can understand the nostalgia act to it. And I can see some other legends that wrestle for NWA or, you know, wrestlers from back in the day making, a, you know, trying to make a resurface again, you know, or make a name for themselves again in NWA. And Billy Corgan is allowing some of these wrestlers to do so. Um, and that's why I said, ha- you know, adding the great Muda would be a great addition to the NWA show. You know, Great is—you know the Muda's great, man. He, he's a phenomenal wrestler. Um, even having him as TV title, man, it just, the aura that he gives off, man, is just like, wow. You know, every time you saw him in the ring, you know, he came in there and he kicked your ass. No, uh, and he's one of, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He really is. He was definitely way before his time, even when he, you know, debuted. You know, when his manager was Gary Hart, you know, Gary Hart kind of took him under his wing. And, you know, it was phenomenal team for both guys. You know, rest in peace, Gary Hart. But it was phenomenal. It really was. And some of the matches that even Muda had back in the day, you know, the rivalry that he had with Sting, um, the couple of matches I believe he had with Vader, um, tagging with Terry Funk, going up against Ric Flair and Sting in that cage was phenomenal. I think that, I believe it was Halloween Havoc. It was just phenomenal, man. It really was. And it, it told a great story. You know, because obviously Rick Flair and Sting kind of had their rivalry going, and they teamed up, and you know Terry Funk was out to end Rick Flair's career, and the whole stigma between you know or the rivalry alone with uh, Sting and the Great Muta, it just it told a great story, man. Those guys beat the hell out of one another. It really was. It was a great match. Um, so I look forward to seeing possibly some old older legends or older wrestlers making a little small comeback, if you if you will, for NWA power. And Billy Corgan is allowing them to do so. And I think it's a good idea. Like I told you guys earlier, if any company around the world that can have this nostalgia act and bring legends in and make it a wow factor, it's definitely NWA power because the company's built off their legacy that they had. And yeah, WWE's is the same way. They have their legacy, but that, that legacy is only brought up during the Hall of Fame induction. That's it. Or once in a while, they have an old-school Monday Night Raw. But that's it. You know, I think about it, half the Hall of Famers that they put into the Hall of Fame have passed on. And, and they don't even get the opportunity to, to tell you, their, you know, their journey and their struggles and, and what they had to go through to make it that far. You know, like, for example, China. God rest her soul. She passed away, and after she passed away, she was abducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I think everybody around the world, including myself, would love to hear her story of what it was like for her, you know, being a professional wrestler, you know, or, you know, or Vader, you know, or Macho Man Randy Savage, who I'm one of his biggest fans. I would have loved nothing more to see what that man would have said, except in, you know, being in the Hall of Fame and getting his Hall of Fame ring from WWE. But we never got that and we never will. You know, and it's 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 sad, man. It really is, and I'm glad, I'm grateful that NWA is giving some of these guys that are still around uh, an opportunity to even you know be still in professional wrestling again. You know, and there's other companies out there doing it too, like AEW is another one. And you know, I, like I said, I'm gonna give you guys that review tomorrow. But even tomorrow, AEW is going you know having like a little ceremony or whatever for Memphis Wrestling, celebrating people like Angelo Poffo. Um, you know, it, it, Macho man Randy Savage, you know, and celebrating these guys and their careers and what they've done, you know, Eddie Gilbert, um Austin Idol, giving these guys and telling people their story, you know what I mean, and allowing people to you know, even younger fans to say, wow, you know this this guy was pretty cool, you know, even the generation that's growing up now into wrestling, you know they have no idea who these guys are or what they were doing or what they were or what they did for the business. And a lot of wrestlers now are pretty much some of them are paying homage to these guys, you know, or some, some of these wrestlers are third generation superstars like Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, you know, well, obviously Dustin is a second generation superstar, but like for Cody, you know, his dad was the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, you know, one of the, if not the best mind for the business and it just having them pay homage to these other, you know, for Memphis wrestling is fantastic, man. And I think with NWA doing it, I think it's fantastic. I think they should continue to keep doing it and building more storylines and, you know, adding more legends to this company. I think it's great, man. I really do. You know, like I said, the same thing with AEW, you got Tully Blanchard managing Sean Spears and you have Arne Anderson managing Cody Rhodes and uh, the Cody Rhodes family, including Dustin. And if you remember back in the day, Arn and Dusty Rhodes had a lot of matches and beat the hell out of one another. And just from the the, Robert, the the beef that Dusty Rhodes had with Ric Flair back in the day, so it's just it's phenomenal, man. That you could tell this story years later, it's 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 great. It really is. And as a wrestling fan, it, it's gonna it draws you in. It definitely draws you in because you want to see what's next. Just like tonight with NWA Power Scott Steiner showing up. Didn't really say anything, but you know, damn well you're going to tune in next week to figure out what he has to say, or him being in action or being in a match next week, and seeing him inside the square circle again. You want you're going to want to see it because you're going to be like, wow, you know, I remember watching this guy when I was a kid, and here he is now, back in professional wrestling. You want to see what he does next. You want to see what his next move is. What Aldis has planned up his sleeve. You know who's going to t- who's going to be on Ricky Morton's team. Uh, it's it's just great. It really is great, and I hope they keep this nostalgic thing going because, like I said, they're the only company that can and do it right and do it correctly. You know, like their next pay per view is called Hard Times. Dusty Rhodes had an interview way back in the day that was pretty much labeled Hard Times. He had he was one of the best, if not the best, uh, interviewer slash promo in the business. You know, just fantastic, man. It, re- it really was. And I'm really happy as a fan that they're paying homage to Dusty. Because Dusty just had every bit of part of NWA just like every other wrestler that wrestled for them back in the day. And, yeah, he's not here anymore, but I love the fact that they're still paying homage to Dusty because there will never be another Dusty Rhodes. Never. Never. I don't, I don't, I don't care who you are or who you think you are. There will never be another Dusty Rhodes. He was the people's champ way before The Rock, even – began wrestling. He was the people's champ. He wrestled for the people, for everybody around the world. And just just every time he wrestled, man, it was just love, man. It just, And, like, you know he was passion, uh, passionate about what he was doing. He didn't have the physique, but he can wrestle, man. And he would go in there and wrestle 60-minute matches and kick your ass. And I love that about Dusty, man. He didn't have the physique that all these other guys like Hogan and Flair did. But when you got in the ring with him, he was giving you a 60-minute ass whooping. And that's exactly what he do. You know, and I believe Dusty was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was three-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And that says a lot because that belt was traveled all around the world. All around the world. And not only that, 60-minute matches. 60 minute matches. Occasionally yeah, WWE give you an Iron Man match. But th- th- you're saying what I'm saying to you guys is, is that back in the day, it was constantly 60 minute matches. 60 minutes. The best versus the best. And that's what I gave you. The best versus the best. So uh, hats off to NWA tonight. Like I said, I give it probably a 6 out of 10 for me. It was a phenomenal show. The storylines are great. The, the in-ring action is phenomenal um, from all over, from the female competitors to the tag teams, the single competitors. It was all It's just phenomenal, man. It really is. And I look forward to seeing what happens next week, and I look forward to seeing what happens with Scott Steiner. And I look forward to see who's going to be Tim Storm's next mystery opponent in this television qualifier tournament. It's going to be great. It's fantastic. But I'm going to get out of here, guys, and um, I will see you tomorrow for the AEW review. So you guys stay safe, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.